What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Rideshare Rodeo, gig economy news and interviews, sponsored by Para and ParaWorks. I'm your host, SJ. It's time to get it on. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Thursday Rodeo Roundtable. And we've got everybody here tonight. So awesome. We got Kim's side money plans. We got Hannibal is hungry. <laughs> John Dash Theory TV. And Gary Middleton, Garyzaps.com. So the whole team is here tonight. What's up, everybody? How you doing? Hey, good. 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 Yeah. Um, there's some stuff we're going to talk about that's uh, not fun. <laughs> so, not fun. Hopefully that fun just is enticing you even more like clickbait. So, um, but it, well, I mean, it's it's got to be known. It's just it's it's crazy stuff. Um, and we'll, I guess we'll bring some. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll help you bring it around as much as I've understood it anyway. Um, what's going on? Because there's a reason behind it too. But. Um, we got, we got some other stories too. I just I, I think we need to touch on this for sure. What's up, Joe from uh, Let's Play DoorDash? What's up, Nick? Hey, what's up, Thomas? What's up, Marissa? What's up, uh, Marcus? And uh, the other people watching, which I can did, see. There's did a you see Nick? Up. Nick was in there too. I didn't see it. Yeah, very top. Oh. Nick's there. Oh. Okay. Hey, hit that like hey, button. Nick. I see more. Yeah, I see more viewers than likes. Come on, <laughs> come on. Um, get us up there in the feed because we always do. This is a good. This is what you guys need to know. This this stuff is a little uh is a little crazy tonight though. There's some weird stuff going on. So okay, I want to start with. I just want to talk about a little bit of this. So um, the DOL is going in like 17 directions right now. The Department of Labor. And we've been talking about this. I'm like, you know, what are they going to do? So, again, I, this isn't a political statement. However, I have to make a comment that all administrations fail to some degree. So it's not like I'm picking on one. Biden's is not doing very well. That's as nicely as I'll put it. Um, and usually, Gary and I were talking about this before the show. Usually a president comes into office with three major key points that were their key points in their campaign when they got elected. And they need to, on average, a president leaves a legacy of doing one of the three. Like really, really doing something with one. Maybe a little with another or whatever, but really only one. They get one really hardcore pass. For Obama, I would say it was Obamacare, clearly. Um, you know, for... Uh, um, for Biden, he's the two of his three are already kind of gone. His advisors, everybody, are these aren't doable anymore. So all that's left is his push for unions. That is all that's still in scope to gather. 
So that even makes all the things we've talked about before a hundred times more important now, because that's the only shot he has to leave a legacy now. Um, and that's, a, I mean, if, if, unless he goes a second term, but for this term, that's all he has. And so here we go. Uh, the, um, the DOL is, is going after the misclassification. We know that, but now it's golf caddies, tennis pros, sports editors, uh, referees, security prof- uh, representatives for the NFL, tennis officials, lacrosse officials, cheerleaders, crew members, um, diagnostic team members. Um, they are all going to be uh, needed to become employees. And these are not jobs that can become employees. It doesn't work. Um, they need to be able to hold the status that they have in this country since the beginning. Um, well, I would say some of these could be employees. Okay, but they haven't been till now. There's right. a test that that tests if they are. If well, anything, like a pro, if pro could, football cheerleader. Come on. That can't be an employee. <laughs> I, guess, I don't I, so I think it sounds like they have to redefine the word employee. Uh, right. Well, here but here's the thing too. Like have any of us ever been a pro football cheerleader? There might be a lot of reasons involved there as to why. I, I say John. I was. Just John. I've seen some stories, particularly with the cheerleaders, that they are upset at the NFL for. So it's similar to um, UFC fighters or WWE athletes. That's a back and forth as well. They're kind of similar to our situation. They They sign contracts. Mm-hmm. They have they can't go and do whatever they want necessarily, especially if you're like a UFC fighter. You can't fight for another promotion, but you get no benefits. You you get you just you get you're a prize fighter, but you still have the UFC has control. So there's it's complicated. To say well, here's here's the here's the other twist to that though, Hannibal, and this is messed up, man. So here's the other thing the DOL thought was a good idea: all non-competes are now non-existent. Hmm. So non-competes will no longer hold right. up in court. Right. Okay. Now, would they say that's official? Or they say that's no, but they got the majority of it today. They've mm-hmm. got they've got the count to push it. That'll be interesting. That'll be interesting. That, 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 that impacts like it. a lot of well, big Wall Street firms and a lot of things that um, have a lot of money behind it. Yeah. Interesting. There's a, I mean, John, right here. I mean, like you'll, I think you'll appreciate this. The DOL, this ha- these are all happening today. Um, an FSI survey shows independent advisors would retire uh, before being classified as employees as the, as the DOL uh, th- mulls tens of thousands of, of comments on proposed rule change. So that's they are, they're saying that 20% quit before even having a first day. Wow. I mean, this this isn't a joke, guys. This is, and and then it's more people entering the workforce in a recession. I mean, this is not. This is everything about this is backwards, and we're not even to the gig economy stuff yet, which gets pretty ugly. But this this makes what we're going through even look not as bad, in my opinion. But it's something that I felt like we needed to bring up and at least talk about tonight because they're going after the world, or they're going after the whole country. So I'm looking at this. Um, they're saying as justification for the proposed ban, the FTC contends that employee non-competes suppresses wages, hampers innovation, and block entrepreneurs from starting new businesses. 
But here's the that's, thing. That's they they want to like make it's... us all employees. We're not going to have new businesses anyway. Mm-hmm. Gary, but what, I feel like what, no, I said that right take the show. I said that right before the show to Steve, too, is is the same same reason. Like it, it would be more beneficial for anyone with a trade skill to start their own business than it would be to work for anybody else. Right. But what Hannibal even just read is they're they're doing this for us so that we can start our own businesses. No, you're right. not. No, you are not. This is everything that would stop. And like you were, I mean, I think Hannibal, you just even mentioned trade secrets. I would argue the other side that you shouldn't have trade secrets. You know, by working, if but if there's no non, if there's if if you can't have non competes, how do you like Gary was saying? We were talking about working for a tech company. How do you work for two local tech companies that are in uh, that that are fighting with one another? Yeah. Well, I mean, just, I mean that. Go ahead, Kim. No, I was gonna say, is it just me, or do I feel like it's another way for the rich to get even richer because now they can work for multiple companies at the same time. Uh, I, I, I honestly don't think it's that because I feel like the rich that are like that kind of rich are making this decision based on the blue collar and up workers. There's just a lot of things that I think are just to be very hard because I think a lot of like the companies, the tech companies, um, a lot of the a high level in pretty much most of these organizations, whether it be even finance, they have a non-competer heavy across that world. So, yeah, uh, I mean, well, it'd be interesting. Right. Think, exactly. John, there's too. international stuff that would majorly happen. Some of these corporations are around the globe. The first thing that pops in my head is, uh, was it the Google and the, the autonomous guy, hmm. wherever he went to the, de- another company and used all the trade secrets. Oh, Lovowski. Yeah, Lovowski. Anthony yeah. Lovowski. Yeah. yeah, I mean, if they have no non-competes, then you know whatever happened to him for that, he would have been able to get away with it. You know, I mean, sadly, other than his fine, even though we were told jail time, he kind of did. He was supposed well, to do four yeah. years. He did like what ten months in like like a, a nicer place than I live. But his but prison he, was better than my house. But with, with without the non-competes <laughs> and things like of that nature, then he would have been able to he would have been able to do it to ten companies instead of just one. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. Like, hey, I mean hey, I got autonomous software. Right. It's, I'll give dude, it to it's, you. it's it's the gig economy <laughs> in a W two model. They're saying, Yeah, go get as many W twos as you want. How does that yeah. work? Yeah, but I still think they won't be able to share different things because they're still going to have intellectual property laws, and they're not changing that. So they're still of course they are. But, but I think that'll come down to you're going to need to commit the crime before anything can be done about it because the non compete isn't going to hold up. That portion won't right. hold up. I know that Biden likes to um, brag and boast about the unemployment rate being low, um, and it just seems tone deaf considering. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's maybe low, but is it still everyone's unhappy with their current position and the wages are still kind of stagnant as well. So I don't know if this is a way to, you know, make us all employees so he can continue to bolster those numbers to say he has, you know, he has the most jobs or whatever. Um, but it definitely it definitely sounds um, political. And obviously, like what Kim was saying, someone's getting paid or going to benefit greatly from this. And it's just probably not obvious. It's not going to be us, but someone's profiting from this rule change. I mean, oh right? so. yeah, and and but also you, you guys all have to remember that whether you agree with it or not, 
um, at least the guy, and I got it. Here's where I got to give some counterbalance on it because at least it, the, nothing's changed. This was Joe Biden day one when he got into politics. And That's this true. is Joe Biden today, 50, 60 years later in a career in politics. He hasn't budged super, on his supercharged. union skills. It's definitely supercharged from his... Right, but he, but his union, and, everybody yeah. needs to be an employee thing. That's been his. Yeah, that's been his mantra. He kind of like, he went with Bernie, and then it is it is the way it's been going. It's yeah, like, it, it's. Going but Hannibal, well, I mean, like you tell me, man, because honestly, and anybody else in any of the cities you're in too. Yeah, I mean, all of us actually. But I mean, in New York, are you not in Denver? We have a big homeless problem. I'm seeing three times the homeless now. We have so, tons. Of, we okay, have, the yeah. we've got this great jobs rate. You know, is part of that equation? I know it's not, but I feel like part of it's like a, it shouldn't be, but because they always say numbers that grew that coming back, but there's businesses going under everywhere. So yeah, we're not, we're, he's, he's, you know, I think he tweeted a couple of days ago about the unemployment rate, but we're not feeling how great the economy is in terms of, oh, well, it's great. It's unemployment is low. When, yeah, I see this, um, the soup uh, bread lines, you know, a lot of churches yeah. uh, once a yeah. week they provide free food. Those lines are around the block, multiple locations, homeless problem that is an issue, obviously, in the West Coast. So, when But even he, just areas where so, you would see homeless in New York, just like encampment-type areas under bridges that you know of. And it's in, a, in the trains. Around, don't the you see more of them now? Yes. Definitely. Yeah, I do too. So, so I'll say this. I think the unemployment rate being low is counterintuitive. So it's low not because it's such a great job market. It's low because things are so expensive and people have to work. People don't really have any option. In addition, people are getting multiple jobs or they're working, you know, uh, a job in a side hustle. Yeah. So it's it's low, but it's not because, you know, everybody wants to work. It's more because everybody has to work very hard right now. Yeah, the eggs are expensive now, so I'm going to have to yeah. go get another job. <laughs> so job so make an omelet. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. here's the thing though. Like he's like everybody's saying unemployment rates low, but it's not really low. Wherever you look well, at it, it's low. I it, think it's low um, when you're when you're going to the towards the pandemic coming out of the. It looks good after the pandemic. Yeah. Well, I'm saying 2018 we was at right, three point eight, and then you know all the way until 2020 is where it jumped up to 15 percent. Right, so, which was uh, the, I mean, which was the pandemic, and that's probably the one of the all time highs next right, to the but, depression. But, you know, it's. I mean, can you really take? You can't really say it's low if it's just balancing back out to what it was before a pandemic. That's politics, baby. It's <laughs> look what the other guy did. He sucked. Look at I've re, even though it's it was going to obviously he didn't have to do anything, and it would have rebounded right. if they were yeah. we had the restrictions pulled back. But that's just how politics is. But but also let's remember that you know you I mean ten was it ten thousand Microsoft jobs this week again like it's yeah. one it's one thing after the next I mean it was you know seventeen hundred Uber DoorDash jobs or twelve fifty and now it's it was ten thousand ten thousand handle ten thousand ten thousand jobs uh, yeah ten thousand Microsoft gone I mean I told I, Hannibal made that post I made a comment on it I'm like man you need to like a Hannibal style video too. Like you need to make a video on how safe is the W2. I mean, and I, I think that's a really, like I said, I, th I thought it was a really great idea because and maybe we can talk about it here in terms of you really should have an idea. And I'm not, I know many of uh, us, um, especially in the chats, check out the videos, have a W2 because, uh, you know, with John saying we have multiple jobs. You really want to take a step back and, and make sure that your job, you have job security. Like you have a job that, 
is going to last and you know obviously is, next six, uh, 12 or six months or six to 12 months is there such thing as job security anymore i, I, I was just like there's, there's, there's the never term, such thing anymore it's like that doesn't pain. exist it you know, maybe pay. like a teacher after a tenure kind of thing. Yeah, like I'll say New York City jobs, uh, many of them. If you're a cop, if you're a fireman. Or, or, or probably um, even your wife, Hannibal. Yeah, she works for the transportation. Okay, so she probably it's, is safe, right? She's safe, right? Yeah, Just because okay. you need to, you need to keep the system moving, 24-hour system. Yeah. So there are okay. elements, but I do agree with you, Kim, that you never want to feel too secure, obviously, no matter what. So you want to make sure you're saving and you're making sure that you're putting yourself in the best positions. But if you know that you're in a retail space and you are in a, I don't know, let's say if you're in a store and, and you see a lot of people not coming in that store. Well, you have a good chance that, hey, maybe this may go in a, in a bad direction. So be prepared for that rather than thinking, well, I got a job. I'm good. You may not be good in the next couple of months. Just yeah, going, back going back to the, your job. Going back to, <laughs> yeah. now that I'm thinking about the unemployment rate, I feel, and maybe it's just me, but I feel like the unemployment number is understated. I feel like it should be lower for whatever reason i don't know maybe it could be wrong lower unemployment well yeah. the thing is like I, I was looking this up too because i wanted to make sure i was right they don't actually calculate everyone that's unemployed they only so, calculate those that claim on the system participate claim on the system so yeah. so say you've been claiming for two years and you're no longer eligible right they, they no consider you put you an account right yeah. they no longer yeah. put you into the account of unemployed yeah, but the gig yeah. economy jobs are factored into that, right? Like full time, gig gig economy, or what? Yeah, like if you're an Uber driver, are they? Is are you? Well, at the end that? of the year, the censuses always catch up with the independent right. contractors and bring them into the unemployment rates and make it level and stuff. They're all doing that all the time. But what I think what Gary's saying is all those people who collected unemployment through the pandemic and never still haven't gone back to a job, right. they're now counted as they have a job, right? Even though they don't. No, be, because okay. they can no longer collect unemployment right so but whether they have a job or not that's not nobody cares about that because they need it for the stat they need to right. say that the unemployment rates lower got it but kim i'm surprised that you said lower i don't know I, it's just I, a, well i mean i'm just curious what made you say that or think i that? don't know it's just like i just feel like despite what i've been reading and you know what's <laughs> been kind of going on it's just like i said just a feeling like i said i could be wrong I and again, higher. I'm asking because I think it's always market to market too. Maybe right. you're seeing more people yeah. in all the places you used to see nobody when we all were seeing nobody yeah. working. Like even yeah. here in Denver, yeah, people are back, but and I think things don't close at four. Walgreens would never be closed at four on a on a Saturday like it, it was a like a six seven months ago. Even when we were talking about it, you know, like that that kind of stuff is over. So yeah. I, I hear what you're saying about it's, it kind of looks like it, but I wonder how many places have gone out of business too. Yeah. There could be so many deciding factors that I don't know, maybe even things we're not even thinking of. Yeah. I mean, we talked, I mean, we all know about the great resignation that was going on in the earlier part of 2022. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know that all those people went back to work. So and I, even think, even, I think the nature of employment's oh. changed. I think that's kind of went from being at a, like I said, at a job or a W-2 to being a lot more independent thing. So a lot of people started businesses during that great resignation. Yeah. But that's, you know, but I got to say, man, figure it out and take the correct count because that's what this country is. <laughs> We're allowed. I mean, that's what it, I mean, that's why. I mean, all of us are from here. 
But I mean, like people come here because you have a chance to do something. I know that seems very skewed these days because corporations and whatnot and how much of a chance do you really have? But you do. You have an opportunity to start a business online, something, find something niche in an area that it works, whatever. You know, I mean, you can. But I mean, if they keep slapping these type things down, I mean, you're hearing the numbers. The D, if the DOL does this contract, uh, like uh, the independent advisors, 20 of them quit before the first day. These are lifers. Right. I mean, that's that's a big deal. That means that that's a good stat to read. 20% of people who are lifers in a career, and we were just talking about how not many people go into a job and that ends up being their life or career. Not, they'll not move jobs and they'll move companies throughout. Right. These are people who are lifers. And 20% of them won't do one day as an employee. So that's a, that's a big deal. That's, I mean, that's a, that's a hard read because to not to say that, no, I already know how that will go and I won't even try it. I mean, that's a, yeah. I don't know. To me, that's a big deal. I think this, I think that everything's going wrong right now. The, you know, I think I was, I was saying right as everybody was getting here that um, I think it's a good thing almost that like all the sports that I was reading and also in that sports group is pro golfers. And I was saying that I'm kind of glad pro golfers are in that group of people being attacked like us because they have a voice, they have money. They can help fight this a lot more than like John and I can, Mm. you know, it's, we're all five of us, you know, there's, there's only so much we can do with money and stuff. I mean, we can get our voices heard, and try and get other people to get their voices heard, but we can't do as much with money and and power and, and manipulation, <laughs> <laughs> lobbying. <laughs> yeah, that's what it's called, lobbying. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> but it is. I mean, you guys, I, I I just felt like we had to we had to talk about this because this is some of the stuff that when we get to the gig economy stuff over the next few weeks, it's going to make a lot more sense and it's going to feel balanced because. Like I like I just said to Hannibal, how safe is your W two? Yeah, I mean and honestly, it, it, how how safe is your W two? And I don't, and I'm not talking about what we talked about last week. Like you're probably gonna have a bunch of W twos. Like if you love being at Microsoft, how safe is it on Monday when that happened? Yeah, and, and it goes just beyond the unemployment numbers. But I I, I remember the term underemployed. So yeah, you have a job. But it's not enough hours or the pay isn't good enough. And you, and if you're unemployed, you need more than one of these jobs. So the numbers need to be more, like I said, honest, but that's not going to happen. Numbers need to be, need to look, make certain people look better than how the situation is. Um, but yeah, the, the pain is coming. I mean, I think we all have, we all agree that there's, there's more pain coming for a lot of I- us uh, workers out here. I felt like even and this is pre pandemic when I actually had a W2, like I never felt job security in what I was doing. So I can't imagine what it's even like years later with job security these days. You know, I feel like I've been out of the W2 for, uh, you know, years now. But man, if I didn't feel it then, I can't imagine what it's like now. I think I've never. Go ahead. No, I was saying if you if you're on a business and you things are doing well. Like things are going well, you can see it. No one's hiding it. There's no kind of like BS, and you are providing a lot of value. Putting probably getting probably providing more value than you're getting paid for it, which is bad. But kind of, but at the same time, like they value you in this company, that you you probably are going to be fine. 
But let's say, for instance, like if you're in a strip club or you're a stripper and there's no one coming into this club. Well, you better have to start looking for a job because the money's not coming in, no matter how well you are at this possession. This if profession. you're the number one stripper there, though, you're going to get a larger majority of the money. If I was a stripper, I would be the lowest, right? So I'm like, I got to find a job. This is not working out. And the, when the pandemic was booming, they had the checks flying. There's no checks yeah. coming. I'm not getting any money. So I got to take my G-string and go find a regular job. That's where you, you need to be more, I guess self-aware of the situation if that makes any sense <laughs> wait, wait, Love your analogy. Aren't, 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 aren't strippers 1099 though either way but, I mean, look what? At Am- just real quick look at amazon years ago everybody's just like amazon 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 and now look you know it's i just yeah, i don't know I mean, I even like- jeff bezos doesn't work at amazon yeah. no more and what positions are getting laid off? Like, if you're a high-ranking developer, you know, are you getting booted out? I, I don't know. It depends on what, where are you on this. Uh, well, you, you also got to look at, you know, how many did they hire before they laid off again? Because we, we'll see this every year. A company, you know, towards, you know, quarter three, they'll hire 50,000 people. Quarter one, they're like, oh, sales are down. We're going to lay off 10,000. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, 40,000 people still got a job. Right. I think the other thing to too to think about is that a company in general. Oh, you got to read that. That's the whole conversation. Yeah, it, we don't it's have a whole to read conversation it. up there. I didn't follow yeah. any of it. I just saw it, that. it came but off of this comment going. right here. Oh, but okay. anyways, I was going to say for my, <laughs> I was chuckled for my juvenile humor. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the I forgot. <laughs> John I forgot what he had to say. <laughs> We, we was talking about layoffs, oh, John, layoffs. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, okay, it's layoffs, layoffs, man. Different comments, that just got <laughs> oh, oh, okay, okay, so where I was going with the layoffs is that during a good economy, every company is going to hire more because they'll make less profit, but they'll make bigger chunks of money. And so when things lean up, they're always going to lay off a decent amount. Uh, when things slow down, because A, they, they're trying to just, you know, run lean, but B, in the first quarter, like they mentioned, after doing the holiday hiring, there's always that, you know, uh, spring drop off, you know, layoffs. That's what DoorDash did. Where, or there, that's what Tony Shu's um, explanation of why he laid off. I think it was twelve hundred. It's like, oopsies, whoopsies. We, you grew too fast, guys. We gotta scale it back. <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, that, that's nice. So twelve hundred. But I mean, that's fun. that's how a lot of companies actually do it, though. That they. That's how, that's how they, they did it with that group of uh, Uber and Lyft drivers in New York City. They moved them down to Austin right. and said, "We're just going to relocate you." And then they said, "Never mind. We're not even going to do that." Bye. <laughs> so they yeah. fired them twice. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that's so messed up. <laughs> and made them move both times. Yes, yeah, terrible. That's we terrible. need you to move to Austin. We're going to move the operation down there. Okay. I know, but has <laughs> like I don't think anybody actually believes in job security because like even even whenever I I was a safety director for a trucking company, I wasn't going to get fired because guess what? They have to have a safety director. There's nobody else in the company that can do it. I was still actively <laughs> looking for other jobs, not because I needed one. But just because stuff happens, companies go under, companies get sold, things like that. Like, I don't think anybody actually believes in job security. So uh, it's funny you say that because here's like, here's Joe. You know, we know Joe does DoorDash, but absolutely love my W-2. Stoked for him. That's what I've, that's what I said last week. If, you know, if you love your W-2, it's one thing. But then here's, here's another comment where my W-2 doesn't give me job security. And that's, I guess... That's the big question there is what defines job security? 
if you work for like the government, you, like or you, you work said, in some bureaucracy, yeah, if you work somewhere where it's not for profit necessarily, you you're like you where it's a cop or you're a fireman, where those type of things taxpayers are paying. Municipal city or government jobs. Yeah, which is probably not the most, you know, I mean, yeah, cops. But well, what about other jobs? I mean, what, I mean, I guess I'm saying those like, are probably all not the other ones. Yeah, I think you're right. I think job. job security, it's, it's not, you, you don't want to be, you don't want to get too comfortable. I guess if that makes sense. So I do, I agree with you guys on that point. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess I have to, you know, in my mind, like if you have one of those secured government jobs and that's what you like and you make good money and, and you're <clears> stoked <throat> and good for you, you are secure. But let's take that out of the equation. If all the corporation jobs in publicly traded companies, which no. is what I'm calling a yeah. W-2. So this comment here, the you know, my W-2 doesn't give me job security. Okay, he this person knows that it, it doesn't give them job security. And I guess I'm asking what is what defines that? What defines I don't have job security or I'm I'm set in my job if it's not government. Like who would answer? I'm fine with my job. I I would never be one of the ten thousand Microsoft. It's about position. Uh, yeah, um, it it has to be position. The position company. Yeah, it have to be because even that. I mean, you're. you're well, just well no, I mean, because like, and like if you're CEO, the chance of you getting laid okay. off. I mean, you you would have to be a terrible CEO. Right. You know, or or anybody. I would say anybody upper management is probably safe as long as they're doing a halfway decent job. I don't know, like companies that are expanding, like in my area, like they're building a Netflix studio right down the street from me. That's going to generate thousands of jobs in my area. I feel like my area is constantly building something. So, you know, out with the old jobs and with the new jobs. And I feel like it's up and down, up and down, up and down. And it depends on, we always say it depends on your market. There are yeah. certain states that are booming. Um, and there's some states that you should leave. Like I live in a state that you probably should not be here. But if you go to and was like, get out, get out. Yeah. Uh, Tennessee, I've heard like the jobs, there's what is a booming economy there. Or, or I don't know, Texas, yeah. I don't know if the bottom out is on Texas. Yeah. I think I don't know if everyone went over there already, but there's certain states that are coming up. They're, 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 they're not say thriving, but they are building and building jobs and opportunities. So, you know, I guess that's another thing you could do move, even though that, that doesn't sound very, yeah, that's kind of expensive. Yeah, I mean, let's, that shouldn't be part of the equation, though. You know, you shouldn't have to pack up your life and move. Sometimes you have. I mean, I, I, I get it. I get know. sometimes you have to. But I'm saying, like, overall, you should be able to tough through a tough time. Stay where oh, you are. And try just, and go even tough if you through a tough time in New York City, man. That's, that's <laughs> a real part. Hey, that's man, a real, you know what? Again, again, it goes market to market, though, too. Like, you know, the cost of living in all of our different locations. <laughs> I mean, I know that a lot of us are actually pretty close and we're all very high. Hannibal's probably a little higher than all of us. But to be honest, like Denver's no joke. I mean, this place is expensive. Um, yeah. I, you know, I know, I think Phoenix has even gotten pretty expensive. Phoenix, right? Phoenix has gotten up. It's not as low as it used to be. It's more of, I think, that it's, uh, but it's gone up. It's gone up. I mean, I was looking at I the mean, private yeah. the other day, it was like uh, $750 for 18 pack. So I can. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I know Kim's is probably you know a fair cost of living there. Um, Gary yeah, too. It's, it's like Gary. Mine's no, well, mine's one of your locations. Well, one one of my locations is cheap. The other one, it's it's not too bad. They always they you know some people say that I don't know because I've lived in New Jersey my whole life. But if you come into New Jersey and from out of state, 
a lot of people struggle living with the cost of living in New Jersey. But if you've been in New Jersey like your whole life, then you're used to the way of living of New Jersey. It's just, it's expensive. You're used yep. to being robbed. <laughs> <laughs> High, I mean, we have the highest um, car insurance in the you know in the whole entire united states property taxes are ridiculous it's 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 tough yeah right. uh, walmart has had their own delivery drivers for a while but they've already made that statement that they're not getting rid of spark drivers do you they've trust said that well there's too many there's too many orders for them yeah their delivery drivers oh, yeah, are like I the know. big box vans i'm not saying yeah. it's happening yeah. i'm just saying that it it's something we've talked about that maybe they're modeling. I don't, I think everybody's safe for a while kind of thing. We're, but, we're safe know. forever according to Walmart because th there's too many orders per day for them to staff that many employees. I mean, look at the registers. I mean, they got what a hundred registers in there and they got three of them going. I mean, <laughs> you really think they're going to send even out when they 300 had vans even a when day? They had employees, so they, they had it that way. Like Tony was a, uh, right. Tony Dribbendad was a, uh, a manager of security at a Walmart in Denver. And uh, he's told me some stuff about Walmart that is interesting for sure. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like Walmart invests all their all their current employees to filling the orders, not delivering them. That, that's yeah. what's uh, their biggest growing segment right now is their online. Yeah, they're trying, they're trying to compete with uh, Amazon, right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I know with my Walmart during the like during the holiday season, they only had like one or two drivers in those vans, and I thought it was interesting. They all wore body cams, which I found very interesting. But even with those two or three, maybe even five employees that they had delivering, they couldn't keep up with the demand of the delivery, especially the dot com orders, getting them out as quick as quickly as possible. So. I personally don't think it's going anytime soon. Yeah, I think that's what the majority deliver is those dot com orders with those big vans, almost like the Walmart version of uh, UPS. Right, or or even like what I see at Sherman Williams when I'm doing curry. There's only <laughs> one Sherman Williams that actually has the blue trucks and mm. or vans, and there will be like six of them there because it's like a mega center. The other two are these little tiny locations where you'll never see a van. You know what yeah. I mean? It's uh. So I, I get all that, but um, if, I find this comment funny here. They they did take out all the man checkouts, you know, but then they have like seven employees that watch everybody check out. <laughs> right. Well, that's that that's everywhere. a question. That's, that's so a question annoying. we need to have for Tony because he was yeah. in charge of security. Yeah. Oh, that no. job must Remember, have been insane, dude. Uh, was it you that we, we were talking about this, Steve? That Walmart was saying that uh, they might have to start shutting down stores. Because of theft, yeah, you know, it like well, me. what? What do you expect when everybody's checking themselves out? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know, Every day somebody's getting away with something. There's well, in, in my own Walmart, when I was doing when shop and delivers, like I was doing one after another after another, it slowed down. But when I was going in, every time I, you get to know the employees, they get to know you, they know you by name, and like I would come in, they go, "Kim." We caught another. We caught another spark driver. You know, trying to get through checkout and take some stuff. Like it was like almost a daily occurrence with wow. um, with spark drivers because they were loading the baskets with the customer stuff and their stuff, thinking that they can catch like just walk out. But you know, they do those random checks with their guns, and that's how they were finding them. So it's everywhere, unfortunately. Yeah. 
Um, but John has a story too that I, I also looked at, but uh, that he's going to talk about. But before I want, I, I do want to talk about this. So we'll move out of that, and obviously we'll talk about this a little bit each week because there's more coming. But um, Instacart, there's an Instacart story here, and since you started doing it, Kim, I, I want to put this to you, even to me, <laughs> even to everybody. But and, and no, it's kind of weird because um, Instacart shoppers banned after woman uh, checks Kroger receipt. Now we've talked about this. Do they get the receipts? They don't, but there's a way to get it. Um, if you're getting the receipt, are, so you're getting a receipt from the store. Why are you seeing Instacart prices on the store receipt? I was one? a little confused, honestly, by this because we as drivers keep the receipt. So how did the lady see the receipt? Well, there's a, that's a, that's a, so you're not supposed to give the receipt. Probably because no. a, a driver a, like a, me, a, I'll method. give it to him. There's a method where the, it can, it literally will tell you that you have to give it to them. So I don't know what is on the customer side, but there's a way they can get it. I would give it to them. I don't care. Hey, I would, it could be by accident where some people may just, every bag, man. yeah, shopper may have just, oh, and then forgot to put it. Stapled to my dumpling card. Like, <laughs> do you want to pay these prices on your receipt instead of straight up being robbed? Call me. That's not, that's not a foot dumpling yesterday. So there we go. Did you really? Yeah. Awesome. What are you going to do? Not grocery shopping, apparently. <laughs> well, actually, Steve uh, gave me a good idea. So, you know, I, have a, I, have a key, I have a few keys to clients that walk their dogs, and I'm thinking, like, hey, I could probably drop a line, a message, hey, if you want me to shop for you, and I'll, I'll you know, do some shopping. I already have the keys. I can put the stuff in your fridge anyway. So I'm going right, to throw that out walk there. Your dog. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm already I'm here. Pick up the groceries on the way and yeah, make a bunch of money. With one dog in the morning. So, yeah, I don't mind doing, spending, you know, half an hour, 45 minutes doing a shop. So I'm going to throw it out there. The that works out. Yeah. I mean, it's not Instacart. He's not doing Instacart. To... Are you going to give him like a 20 items or less? That would be nice. I mean, actually, that's a good, a good idea that Steve had. I actually like the people, you know, like it's not much of a, I mean, a client that may want to, take advantage or like there's a lack of trust there. So right. I'll, I'll see what I'm going to do in terms of the pricing adjustments. But since we have a good rapport already, even if they want to, you know, go a little crazy, I'm not going to, you know, get too upset because I like the dog. I like the people. So I'm going to keep it small. Like a few clients here and there. I'm not going to no enterprise. Not yet. Not to have like five I, yeah. kids. We're like, Oh, thank you. I wouldn't, I wouldn't limit, you know, it's one thing if you just want to limit your customer to one or to two or to five or to 10, but I wouldn't limit what they order. I would let them uh, go nuts on their yeah, order. Yeah. I mean, because yeah. if you're going to do it, do it right for them. Shop for right. them. Right, right. You know, but I mean, like I was saying to them, like, don't you have one or two that you think you could just instantly pitch this and they would be like, yeah, dude, I'll do that. Exactly. That's why I was like, that's a good idea. I'm going to try it out. You know, and he probably does. So there's one or two. And, uh, you know, I mean, but anyway, so this, this Instacart thing says, um, that uh she the the lady okay the lady who's talking here that says that she's been ripped off and she's now been looking at the receipts after not looking at them for a while she says that the delivery person who was picking up her groceries spent about forty dollars on random food items she didn't want or receive huh. so i'm curious about this because i thought instacart unlike dumpling i thought instacart had a better handle on your spending like i didn't know you could just go ballistic and get stuff that's not on the list and well, nothing like did substitute or like fake said the customer added it. Can't you? Okay. I mean, I I've only done five shops, so I'm no expert on Instacart whatsoever. But I think on top, can't you add like shipped items to 
the customer's card if they request it when you're shopping? I would just think each time you did that, there's an alert. Hey, he added this. He added this. I mean, there's got to be. Uh, you you would that's ideal. You'd hope that they have that system unless, in place. I don't think they do. And say unless this customer is, well, I'm just speculating, might be one of those customers that don't respond to the text messages that her shopper is sending her, and then all of a sudden, oh my god, I spent extra forty dollars. Where did this come from? Mm. Yeah. So I see Bud Soda making comments about it and DD and Insta, Insta in here. So I'm going to ask him, Bud Soda, how on earth are, how on earth would, would somebody go about and how do they have the ability? I do on Dumpling, but on Dumpling, I don't even need them to order one item. They can give me a, a, a screenshot of a piece of paper and I can just go shop for whatever they need. Um, but how on Instacart are people getting 40 plus dollars of their own groceries on shops? I'm telling you, they're just adding it to your their cart I, I, and, I think, and then checking out. Yeah, I think Instacart is, is probably slow in making sure that that doesn't happen or at least checking it or clearing it. I think it's it's probably something that's probably happening more often than we think. Well, uh, okay. I think, I think what Steve is getting at is how is the card processing it? Because if it's yeah. if it's over the amount, Be, but uh, but what like, I think it is is I think they give a variance in in the totals. You know, like so if your totals a hundred bucks, their totals are jacked anyway, though. Right, then that's what I'm saying. They're, if if they estimate the totals a hundred, they might give you a hundred and twenty five. No, well, but what I'm saying is, if say I'm the shopper and Hannibal is my customer, Hannibal says, "Kim, I didn't put, I don't know." two turkeys yeah right and you go and you can actually there's a a little thing up top that you can actually add and scan in the two turkeys oh see i was right well, so okay Holly, right. but, but i bet you this is added to the list and gets added to the app then i'm assuming instacart calculates it on their end that hey this person added to $20 turkeys to the order. So yeah, I need to add $40 to the card. So when you go to check out, it's already electronically in the system because you added it to their shopping cart. Yeah, because when you order from Instacart, they will, and you finish your order to get it shipped, they charge you more than what you paid. Like you, right. if you check it, they, they clear it. For, I don't know how much money it is, but they clear right. it a little they, bit more they, than they you wrote a pre auth for 25 yeah, bucks or something. Yeah. So it 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 would it would make sense that someone who would be a little nefarious can slip in something and you may not know unless someone actually checks. So yeah, the customer said they didn't check their bills, so they weren't checking. Yeah. So, they, so I bet yeah. you the other thing know, is the customer like, probably shops them before they know it's a customer that doesn't respond. They're like, okay, I'm just okay, John. But like, check this out. Like, let's you you shop for your own groceries. Right. Let's say that you spend a hundred dollars every week, and now you're just kind of sick of doing it. You don't want to do it anymore. You you, you know. You're laid up for a couple of weeks or whatever. You got to have somebody do your shopping. You know exactly what it costs at the store. You're ordering through Instacart and you're like, whoa, dude, uh, I, I spend a hundred. It's 140 and I'm going to tip 150. Okay. That's the Instacart markup processing, all that fees. And you're putting the tip on, but no, let's say you do that for a, a two, three weeks. And it keeps coming out around that area, right around that area. And then all of a sudden you're seeing 190 for the same groceries. Even if you're not looking at your receipts, aren't you going to go, wait, what's going on here? But that's the whole thing. The customer wasn't looking at them. They were looking at them for a, a bit of time. And then when they did look at them, that's when they saw it. So, I mean, that was the, the whole thing. 
customer didn't look at the receipt. I, I guess I just I, I thought I thought Instacart was a little more locked down in no. like <laughs> no, I mean alerting to like, hey, this per like okay, like Gary was saying, maybe twenty five bucks. But if you go over that, like, hey, little siren to go off on the app of the customer side to say, hey, man, this guy's going crazy on this order. <laughs> I don't know what you did. Wait, oh, these turkeys did you are add two hundred dollars to your to the Steve? As, as much faith as or as much as you hate Instacart, you actually have faith in them yeah, for I'm, something? I'm confused with Steve. Like, he's like, this should have, Instacart should have, like, no. They're not no, smarter on Instacart? Okay, so so wait a minute. So I can go to, I can go take a $9 Instacart order for 30 items. I can add $250 worth of groceries for me, and clearly I'll be deactivated. But <laughs> I'm their mine, I'm done. <laughs> Like <laughs> one and done. One you, and but you're done. trying to rob them. It's, it's just no, taking, like, buying an extra, putting extra, but sneaking an extra thirty dollars seems like something that can happen. And as long as no one's checking the bill, you can walk out and, and you can well, keep so, doing this. And that's kind of, was a big bill. It's like already two hundred Is that is that if you if you do Instacart a lot, you could sneak in fifteen on everybody and be paying for your groceries all the time. Right. 10 15 you keep it small and you could just be like pfft. you know like oh my god mm -hmm. hey thank you guys for the super stickers appreciate it flex for the super chat i didn't see who did the super sticker but um I think Trout. 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 what's up thanks, thanks Rob. hey marion hey uh hey everybody that just popped through what's up monroe um uh but yeah i i can see that and i know but okay seem like they but you get in trouble if you use um, the bonuses and the member perks from the store, right? You get in trouble for that. So that that, that oh, seems to catch card. faster or more likely to get you in trouble rather than actually spending more money. Well, because you're stealing from Instacart. That's different. You steal from the customer. <laughs> you can't steal from Instacart. <laughs> well, There's a line here. <laughs> you can't cross. Okay, it. but when when it's when the customer catches that problem, aren't isn't Instacart going to owe them? I mean, my guess is it, it, they don't let it go credit. to court. They probably just pay the customer. Back. No, they pay and probably deactivate the chopper. I think right, but I'm back. saying they probably if the customer's like, "Hey, I just looked at my bill, and I haven't been looking the last four times, and this many times I didn't get these items." I, I'm as as bad as business as it seems like. I would think Instacart might just pay you that money. Oh, what do you take? Two hundred total. Here you go. Well, this is what See, they did. They, they probably pay the first time. But this is where there's shady shoppers, uh, shady shoppers, that should be a thing. That's where shady <laughs> shoppers are. Um, they get greedy. Like, would you really, as a customer, really know if you have like an extra $5, $10, you sneak one or two items in. But once they like do it a couple of times, they're like, oh, well, maybe I can sneak $40. Maybe I can sneak $50. And that's when the stupidity sticks, kicks in and go, then you're deactivated. Like Greed. Greed, yeah. uh, greed gun could catch um, two, yeah, especially if you got away with it once. Yeah, it, it's like not worth it. It's not worth no. it. No, it's not worth it at all. Honest, uh, I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's also it's also completely unethical. And I would hope that more people than not. But after that survey, I know a lot of people question that survey. But after that damn survey, I'm like, OK, well, I don't have much faith left in I'm saying there's some shady people house, out there. Stealing You're my always going to be 10%. Come on, man. Like, <laughs> um, but thank you, Red, for the super sticker, by the way. And thank you, Thomas. I just saw that. That's awesome, you guys. Thank you. But so here's here's the thing. So wouldn't you... 
it seems like here these this is the way Instacart shoppers are subsidizing. We're stealing the groceries. <laughs> We're stealing your packages. Pissing on your house, <laughs> eating your food. Yeah, we're eating. But how food. do people live with themselves? Like that's what I like. I would never, ever in a million years think of even something like this. It's just that's what it Holly said too. It just baffles my brain. Yeah, I think someone probably sleep really well. <laughs> Those are like yellow. See, I, I what my curiosity well, sleeping is on mostly, a full belly. Is, is somebody crossing, is somebody <laughs> crossing, crossing their own ethical line because they're like, and not because they don't have bread to feed their family, but because they're mad at Instacart. I'm sure that's a that's like, some you know, of them, and you you can rationalize any kind of behavior. I'm food out of this, yeah, like, but it's still bad though. But well, yeah, I mean, I yeah. I mean, you can't get away with this. it a lot though. I mean, the, is it really gonna make you feel that that good about your? yourself that you stole somebody else's stuff or do you or you rob well, or you you know i think they probably think customers order they, they probably think that a instacart they'll get the money back from instacart they're probably going to figure they're getting deactivated but they're going to get that you know that whatever they're going to get for themselves in that meantime and they don't think they, they don't think they're gonna get caught either like walmart's too big yeah <laughs> Yeah, it's one yeah. item who's gonna know no one's gonna know you know like i think it's just more like they don't think they're gonna get caught <laughs> or they don't care if they get caught okay so i guess that's another point i have is like is is uh um if they do get caught are they going to get in any trouble <laughs> like, what, what or is it just like you deactivated people you're not working on this platform anymore or are they going to be like more than a slap on the wrist well, oh. according to the article instacart has a zero tolerance i'm for... sure they do <laughs> I am sure on their cousin's account. Instacart. <laughs> you know, I have a zero tolerance for Instacart. <laughs> it's still tough. So we're even. Like, well, especially with Instacart, if a story becomes. But I'm not going to go steal groceries. Yeah. Don't do that. Just their customers. Just their customers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just turning their customers on to better things. Yeah. He's educating them. Yeah, exactly. I'm not doing anything wrong, pretty much. I mean, I'm an independent contractor. I'm allowed to do that. Yeah. Like I told you, I think I've told everybody here, like yeah. I've already talked to my lawyer who's a friend of mine. Will I take it to the court? No. But if Instacart were to let me go and say, you gave your card out and you can't do that, or, you know, you're deactivated, I'm actually going to have a letter written to him by my attorney saying that I was within my legal right to do what I did. Mm -hmm. So if I can get them to say that I was deactivated for doing that advertising, they're going to actually have a little bit of an issue. Right. Because they're going to be, they're going to literally be, no, he's an independent contractor, but we, but this, and well, you can't, it can't be, but that if he's an independent contractor, he's allowed to do what he's doing. Yeah. And as long as you're doing the every you're doing the complete shop, you know, buy the book. Yeah, you know, great and I'm, 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 right. I'm not doing extra groceries. I'm not taking them. I'm not pissing on your house. <laughs> I'm not eating your food. I'm not stealing your packages. And what was the other thing too? <laughs> Breaking packages for no reason. Like that was a weird one. Who's like, this person? Who, what, what, <laughs> who's this, doing this? Oh, you weren't here. That, that sounds like that the Grinch. That was the study from WGN. Oh, okay. But wow. they they asked drivers, and these were the drivers' answers. It, Hannibal eighty. What was it? 80 percent. 80 percent of of people working delivery space have eaten food of customers. 
Right. That's outrageously high. Four out of five. I don't this think so. But I, did, weird group when of I did the para panel last week. We had four people, yeah. and one of them had eaten it and admitted it. Wow. So, okay, there's one in four. That's 25%. Wow. I mean, no, I know. I, I've never. That's a, that's a mean... lot. That was a live video, too. Like, most people wouldn't say it. That's why I was wondering, like. I've never been in trouble life. with the law, so like I am, I don't like jail at all. Again, so any, guys, like, this, this doesn't mean you're taking every bag and eating all the food. No, it just, but just one just is at least though. one time. Have you taken a fry? Even have you done no. it? Have you ever? No. Eaten? Never. Right. I agree. I would just eat. I would just go and order the food. Like if I was that hungry, I would order another. Like and I'd maybe wait a little longer. But if I'm that hungry, I would get something of my own. I wouldn't even think about it. It's kind of was crazy. that the That's... same survey that you said that people there was a certain percent of people that were peeing on people's houses. Yeah, nine percent. Nine percent. One out of ten. If it was eighty, I'm like, okay, that makes more sense. <laughs> right, so basically, one out of ten or one out of eleven. No, nobody it? can hold their bladder. <laughs> if you order DoorDash eleven days in a row, your house is getting pissed up. <laughs> I may just pick up a food then. He's gonna be upset. You may we should we should test that theory, Steve. You should order eleven days in a row. See me like pieces on your house. Just have Max on the roof with like some rock salt gun. No, nah, nah, you gotta set up some cameras outside so we can record it. All right, I would I will admit this right here Uh-oh. that I'm I'm not near my house. I gotta go. And this is and this is where in and especially in our area where it was really difficult to go to a restaurant and ask to use the bathroom. They won't let you use it. So I had a PL size. So there's been a few times. Now, I didn't go to someone's house. No, but I try to no. find somewhere in the dark to and I think use that the was the point. It wasn't. So this survey was like supposed to get the most honest answers out of drivers. I honestly, and it wasn't your normal hundred person survey. I think it was done to 500 people or a thousand people. So it was a bigger survey. But I mean, I think they were just that. That's what it was really coming down to. It just happened that nine out of 10 had. Again, do they do it every time? No, they had done it. Yeah, well, see, so, I have a question. See, if like Hannibal, you live in New York, so if you had to go and you go in an apartment building, does every one of those people count as you pissing on the side of their house? But see, the, that's <laughs> like I would not do it anywhere near any. Like I would try to find like usually I do it at night, right? Like I go out at night, so like somewhere in like in a park, it's 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 shady, but I gotta go and I gotta go. So you try to find a dark area, um, and then you do your business. Now it was never the other thing; it's just you know he, he urinate. Um, but I think the last time I did it, it freaked me out because I saw the biggest raccoon I've ever seen in my life. It was staring at me. I was staring at it and it kind of walked towards me. It looked like Coca-Cola, but it looked, it looked the biggest thing I've ever seen. And it freaked me out a little bit because I, I don't, raccoons are cute, but I, they too, they're, they're just too they, big. They're not when they get close though. Because you right. remember all the bad things about them. They got rabies and yeah, they got rabies. I'm, I'm out. My, I'm exposed. So one, I think that was the last time that I like. Okay, make sure I'll drive back home sometimes. But uh, now restaurants, you're, you're allowed to at least ask to use the bathroom, and they're, you know, they have to let you use the bathroom, which is 
sad to but have it's it. right now. But almost everywhere else, a, a lot of places for dashes and stuff don't allow you to use the bathrooms. Really? I mean, yeah. you could probably sneak it and whatever. You can just go do it without what asking. You, what do you mean, don't allow you? What do you, and as I said, what do you mean that allow <laughs> that was a long you? time. I feel like nowadays they do. What do you like? Well, I, like I, people, I mean, I, there's a couple sit-down restaurants here. Right. There's a couple sit-down restaurants here with a hostess station, though, that um, like will tell you to go next door. Oh, I just walk in, walk right past them like I'm already dining. <laughs> go to the restroom. And then I come back to the front and say, yeah, I got a pickup. Right, but, but I'm telling that. you, this is the type of place where they're going to be like, excuse me, where are you going? I'm going to tell exactly. them. Mike, well, well, the, the, the snooty bathroom. places. You're talking about the snooty places, not well, like your... deliveries are done from these places. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't care. It can be a $200 a plate place. They'll be like, walking excuse in, walking me. Right past excuse that lady. Me. We have a very nice bathroom for our customers, but there's a real shitty one next door for you. Yeah. I've never yeah. heard of that. I've never heard, no. I've it exists. I mean, I know it's not the pandemic. I know mm. it's not everybody going, no, that's my bathroom. <laughs> Like, <laughs> yeah, I just go home. <laughs> you just go home. It's it's a sad society we live in that people even have to ask or be rejected to use the bathroom. Yeah, you know like, what, I, Gary? You and I were talking. Oddly enough, we were talking about the Adam Sandler movie, um, uh, the golf one. Happy, Happy Gilmore. Gilmore. Happy Gilmore. But you know what? Now I'm thinking of Big Daddy. Do you remember the scene in Big Daddy when he takes the kid into the restaurant? Yeah, I remember. And he's that. like, yeah. hey, he needs to use the bathroom. And, and the, the guy's like, no, 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 no. Sorry, sir. <laughs> and then he takes the kid outside and says, piss on the place. Yeah. Like, <laughs> see, like, if you, it depends on, like, I think a, there's a lot of people, a lot of delivery drivers felt a certain way. It's like, wow, you, you want us to deliver the food for you guys. But you won't let us use the bathroom because we're not. I guess we're not good enough to use the bathroom. But you want these orders to leave, so that's why New York City had to make a. They had to mandate these restaurants to allow um, delivery drivers to use the bathroom. I just that's how sad that is. Yeah, I mean, they I'm, have to, they have to mandate them to, to be nice. This is a very extreme <laughs> comparison, guys. But I think we all can agree that, like you guys know, I I actually try and give money to this. So I mean, like this is a big deal to me, but. Like the homeless can't go to, to the bathroom anywhere. They're not allowed to ever walk into a location. No. Maybe so Starbucks. Is, I mean, there's clearly a line but, yeah. where humanity loses it and just says, no. Yeah. Yeah. Even at a diner type place, like the Denver diner won't let a homeless person go there. And it's just a diner. I mean, it's probably like the one shot he thinks he has. Like, okay, I know I can't go to the five-star restaurant, so I'm here. Like, they're going to say, get the hell out. Yeah. I mean, so clearly there's some kind of gauge they're told or they just think where it's like that guy's not worthy of using the bathroom. He needs to go. Well, it's a stereotype to think, oh, that guy's going to use our bathroom to do drugs. And then that's what that's a, that's unfortunate yeah. that they take anybody that's homeless and they put him in that category. And there's yeah, a lot of people true. that are homeless and they're not like that. Steve, you should dress up as a homeless person. And go we'll see how many restaurants let you come in and use a restaurant. I mean, you're pretty close already. But... <laughs> I didn't know it was coming. Dirt, and, uh... You just That's need what... to wear that um, the Christmas sweater, and yeah. you're all good. Oh yeah, there you go. The Christmas no, they would not let you in the They would not let you in the facility. You walk in with a shirt like that, a beanie over my eyes. Because <laughs> I'm like, hey, hey. okay. <laughs> You know, like some plastic bags for shoes. Yeah. What do they say? No shoes, no service. <laughs> but um, 
Okay. Well, I, I'm just curious about that because I found that interesting that now I'm wondering now how many of these Instacart shoppers do this on a regular basis. And if it, even if it's not a ton, they're adding one item, two item, three item, even if it's a snack. Maybe they're just adding a candy bar and a Red Bull for themselves right then. It's possible. This is probably happening a lot. Way more than I guess I, I was thinking about is, is what I'm saying. Yeah. And it's not it's not because I thought that it wasn't happening. I'm just now that it, I read about it, I now I'm thinking, well, I bet you this is even happening more just on a much lower scale. What do you Boy, think the percentage is? Like how many, do, how yeah. many, how many Instacart shoppers who have done it for more than a month have ever got one item, even right. one item, right? 90%. We got to put a poll. We got to put a poll out. We got to put a poll out. So this is what I think people do. I think they actually do it a more slicker way. What they'll do is they'll find something that the customer wants or that the customer is getting. That's getting, you know, two or three of. And they'll be like, well, you're only getting two of those. Oh, okay, extra one. Yeah. Like, yeah. I guess I fell out the bag. Yeah. 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 Yeah, exactly. When you have like you see 50, you know, 50 items, but 60 units, you go and one of them's three, you know, you just add a fourth. No, exactly. They, they, they buy the three and they take the one. Yeah. yeah. You buy five stickers, you get four delivered. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I guess I just hadn't really thought about this too much. Like because I, I I knew I always know there's weird bad things going on, but you read about this and then your head starts going with like, dude, how many people have probably done this then? Because these are people trying to get away with murder at 40, 40 plus. But how many people have gotten a pack of gum? Can you do the same that? thing with you know what? Whatever, dude. They're already they don't know the prices anyway. They don't get the receipt and they don't they're paying uh 15 to 20 percent more for the groceries than they would anyway. There's no way they could break this down. I'm getting a pack but, but it seems like Instacart unethical practices of doing up the upsells and the upcharges that just now it, you brought like economy or community of people who are unethical to That's take advantage of that as well. So it's like now you're making they, it so so easy. You're making it almost easier to do it, even though the prices are more because the people are like, oh, that's the Instacart prices. I don't know. That right. never makes sense to me. Yeah. Can you do the same thing with the shipped and Walmart whenever you're doing shopping orders? Uh, yeah. yeah but you with can, i don't but, know about you john but whenever actually... i've like shipped shoppers are a lot better or shipped customers are a lot better about being in communication i think like if uh, i've ever said hey they're like what <laughs> like they're not like just gone <laughs> well, so know? with shipped, a lot of people have probably had um bad substitution experiences because a lot of people apparently just substitute willy-nilly and uh, so that's probably why. But for Walmart Spark, they can't do that because Spark doesn't even let you talk to the customer. Um, if it's not on the list, they don't let you add nothing to the list. Oh, okay. um, so, yeah. Yeah. But so, ship, they send they send you like they send the customer what you added to their to their cart. So uh -huh. they actually get a notification. Your shopper added a pen to your yep. cart so they actually have it in their feed what we added to their cart i don't know whether instacart does that or not um, right that's that's kind of that was the other thing i asked earlier isn't there an alert that pops up and maybe they just don't ever look at i don't know it's possible yeah i think it's more of an alert thing and and yeah a lot i think a lot of instacart uh customers are probably not as engaged to communicate to catch some of these issues because all right you get caught or, you know, it's a shopper and you're nefarious anyway, where you're like, oh, my bad. I'm sorry. I made a mistake. You move on. And then you find another shopper that you probably take it or another customer to take advantage of. So I think a lot of Instacart customers are just not um, 
following up on what's happening currently when they're getting you know, stuff shopped. I guess, you know, it's harder for me to understand this too, because I'm going to be honest. I've never used Instacart as a customer. Oh, I it's never easy. have. I mean, I've never just, said, just, bring me my groceries. Yeah, it's like a real bad. And seeing how it works. You should. No, I hate them. I don't want to support them. For science. Yeah, I please. mean, if you, if you know both sides <laughs> of the already content, a big get one them very well, Steve, so you'll be the second the second uh, person delivered while they you know, delivered a no-tip order first. <laughs> no. I, you, you know what? You I could probably this. order it. You could probably order it and then sign in the driver app and go do it yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> Why would I do that? They're going to take fees and then not pay me. Like, yeah, because and nobody's going to take your crabby-ass orders. Why? <laughs> <laughs> right you just call them i didn't know how to delete it so i just decided to do the damn show <laughs> like forget it <laughs> um okay so moving ahead though john uh because this is this is big news because it's a big merger it's nationwide what do you got <laughs> doordash is uh and Starbucks are now delivering together. Before it was Uber Eats would only deliver Starbucks, and now DoorDash has it too, which will be interesting. Number one, because that's a huge partner for DoorDash. That's a that was a big exclusivity for Uber Eats, um, and that was probably one of the big things that could probably have been supporting Uber Eats' bottom line. So now people don't have to go to another app; and they can just get their Dash Pass, get their Starbucks, and uh, there's more DoorDash drivers already. It's, uh, yeah. That's a big deal. Um, I think so too. People love coffee. I don't get it. I, do, I don't get it. But people love it. They love nine dollar coffee. coffee at that. Uh, but I, I love I love my cup of good, coffee. But I make it here at home. But if you want to make some money doing food delivery in the morning, um, yeah, the yeah. fact yeah. that you can use yeah start you do deliver a lot of Starbucks and they're not they're worth taking those orders compared to yeah. the other fast food crap in the morning. Yeah. So that's a good yeah. that's a good get. I mean, my guess is that Uber Eats was kind of failing them too, you know, or else they would have stayed exclusive. There's more dashers out there, I'm assuming, right? It's got more. There's more dashers. They get it done faster. That's the Dordarsa thing, you know. Hey, we can get that that order off your shelf and delivered. Yeah, yeah. I never had um, a problem in Starbucks either. Like whenever I did, like they, you know, sometimes you have to wait a little longer, but it, you know, it's a good system in there. So they're pretty quick, though. I mean, they're they're like the Chick Fil A of coffee. Yeah. Eh, sometimes, yes, well, not, sometimes not as nice. Not, not as nice, but Wait, as which far one isn't as, as nice. Sometimes my Starbucks, Starbucks, you can go in, it's ready, and you can be out the door. There are other times yeah. that they are so focused on the customers in front of them, which is fine because they should be, but all of their delivery gets pushed to the side, or you'll see the drinks like lined up, ready to go, but no one is bagging them. So you're like, excuse me, hi, I'm yeah. here. <laughs> Can you bag my order? It's right here. And then they just look at you like, oh, okay. Well, that, that's, that's why I said they're like the Chick-fil-A. They, they aren't. They're yeah, like. But, um, speaking of the labor issues, Star Starbucks have been going through trying to get unionized. There's, you know, a lot of people are some upset about the services. Yeah, some are unionized. So you may be in a situation at Starbucks where they're not they're not staffed properly. They're, they're probably overwhelmed. Now with the DoorDash, they're going to have a flood of those DoorDash orders. Can they handle them? So I think um, if you go in a, if you get a DoorDash order and you go to Starbucks and it looks completely swamped, you know, realize it's you know. Did, uh, are they preparing <laughs> these staffers sure. to take on all these uh, extra orders from another platform? So we'll see how that works. Yeah. 
Um, the last thing I, I wanted to talk about tonight that I'm, I'm wondering if you know about Hannibal is uh, this um, Grubhub. This is from Cranes, if you guys are familiar with Cranes, New York, um, the business section. So this is from today. Grubhub, DoorDash, approach, compromise with City on 5% marketing fee cap. Now, if you're wondering what that is, that fee cap is exactly what we're talking about, the amount of money you can upcharge food. Mm -hmm. So... I, there's been no cap before. They're allowed to do whatever they want. Um, but now they're working to push. You can only put 5%. And and it's funny to me that they call it a marketing. Or that they're putting it into marketing. Really? It's not marketing. It's called upcharging and stealing from people, you morons. Like, yes. Yeah, that's, that's a weird... That's a weird way of saying of saying it doesn't. Well, but I mean, nonetheless, that's it's it. When I saw that, that was sad to me too. Five percent. So you're going to limit them to five percent? I thought, okay, if you're going to limit them, limit them to two. Like five shouldn't be acceptable. So, so are we talking about the service fee here, or are we talking about the upcharge on the food? The food. Yeah, five percent is a little high. I mean, dude. I mean, if that's what's going on at the grocery store too, or more. If Instacart's charging 5% more on every item. Yeah, you're like, why are they not profitable? If you are savvy, <laughs> if you like are Instacart trying to save. I more than 5%. I could yep, be wrong. I, I'm with you, Kim. I think so, too. I, I mean, I don't know what that number is, but I, I think so, either, too. But... So as a customer, you're paying an extra 5%. You're paying a service. A and then, and yes, then all the fees. You have, you have all, the the fees. Fees, all the fees. And you got a tip. Yep. Like, that's a lot of money. So that's a lot of money. Well, we, we know this. Go into any like, of your apps. A tip for most people. Go pick yeah. it up. I don't know about you, but sometimes as food delivery, you get those like a, a cup of coffee or to deliver to somebody. Or I had one time a large Diet Coke from McDonald's to somebody. I'm like, someone's huh. paying a lot of money to get this cup of coffee or this drink. Like, I, I like. Do people even realize how much they are spending just to get this one item? What's an average person? How many thousand dollars in debt? The average person. So I think no, we don't. We we spend <laughs> and spend and spend. Mm -hmm. yeah. Spend as quickly as we get it, huh? Yeah. I mean, yeah. last last week, Kim, I was telling you that when I was doing the DoorDash science, <laughs> the science, <laughs> DoorDash, the DoorDash science. Um, um, but when I went and did a Seven Eleven order, I never would have done. And it was and it had and it had two bags and they were the they I'm not talking plastic bags they were like these paper nice with with a you know with a with a holder bags from Seven Eleven like built well so a two like one of the really big bottles of Gatorade in one and five of the beef taquitos or whatever those things are in the other I was saying that the product I was taking wasn't worth as much as the bags. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not kidding that kind of stuff adds up man so now you got employees like putting like two bags out that are costing like 40 cents to 7-eleven you know i'm sure it's not it adds, up. it adds up you know i'm just saying it's 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 crazy like i mean like how and why well, they, why am i, why but, I mean, picking look, up your taquitos man if you eat taquitos it's probably better you walk and get them <laughs> So yeah. that you get a little bit of healthy in your life, dude, because you're going to die if you live off. You know what? I, I take it back. <laughs> there is job security because there's a lot of lazy people. Out there. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. That's I always point. say we will always have the gig economy as long as there are lazy people out in the world that aren't going to go and get either their groceries or their food. 
I mean, we've said this many times. We put the stuff in our app. We look at the price. We're like, no, we'll go get it ourselves. Yeah. You know, so many some, pe- some many people times. are not like that. I know people that order every day off of these gig apps. I'm like, it's crazy it's that those people did money. Have, exactly. That's taking a $15 mill, making it cost $25 and doing that repeatedly. That's if there was so an app that, or I mean, there are apps that if, if again, if you care about your finances, but there should be a way that you could just, collect all the fees that you probably paid for for the month of delivering every day and see how much money you spent that's not food you fed you spent on fees and and to see if that will change your mind on you should should you continue this behavior you know you should go probably pick it up yourself i think be, yeah, be even an estimator would be good and if it couldn't be exact like i right. did i used i spent this much with instacart how much of it was service fee? Okay. How, what was the grocery? Uh, so what was the leftover? Cause that was the grocery. And then it does some kind of breakdown. What store did you use? And it calculates from the real price. And it says, okay, you, you overspent on your groceries by 140%, just the groceries, your service fees are outlandish this and you barely tipped the guy and he also pissed on your house twice like, you came oh, back another good idea from gary uh, you could you could jump gary, on that your your banks don't tell you how much you guys spend and break it down for you mine does nah, mine just says but it doesn't break says, down the kind yeah. of the stats like about like instacart like how much of the of the grocery is upcharge it doesn't know yeah, that. Like how much well, of those no, nobody's going to come... know that, though. That's why I'm saying an app. That's itself. why we're saying an app, Gary. <laughs> but, I mean, you'd have to have, like, internal data from Instacart for that to know. Right, but, you know. So could... here's, here's what you got to do. You got to go. Get on your hacking skills. Yeah, you got to go shop the order. <laughs> go shop it. Yeah. Well, so, but also, you can, uh, clearly from the article, you can ask for a receipt from Instacart. So the receipt has to be the real prices, right? That's weird to me. So here's what you could do. Actually, this is what you could do. You can pull up like on a Kroger's or a whatever app and pretty much set your order up for pickup there. See all the prices. And since it's pickup, it's going to give you the store prices. Pull up that same exact order on Instacart. Just compare what those prices are, the difference. I might try that out, actually. At least for, I think, Wegmans. There's a few of those stores that yeah, I mean, pick up to see how big the difference is. Yeah, because I mean, like, I mean, that's, I mean, but also it might be very dynamic. It might not be like a static 5% across the board. On one item might be nine, like olive oil might be 9%. And then Campbell's soup might be 1%. Yeah, I don't know. It might be very dynamic. And it's, right. again, to try and bury it and hide it in bigger cost items. I don't know. Like, again, I think I at the end of the day, it'll be, it'll be interesting to run that because I can think of I might that might be a little weekend project. Maybe not this weekend, but anyway. I mean, John, you could also do you could also just go on the website of King Supers or whatever Kroger, whatever Safeway, and just run like okay because they use the national average, um, you know, and then if it's under, you'll pay less at your local store, but at least it's close. Run what all the items would be, then order those on Instacart. And then see just how much the grocery portion alone is off the quote you got from the website. Yeah, I'm gonna come up. We need to come. Yeah, I got an idea. I got a, a test run down the line. Then yeah, I already know I can do that. I'll be interested to see. Nice. So, yeah, John's I, gonna John's gonna run a test. For I like science. It. Let's go. <laughs> <For> science. <laughs> um, I need I need to come up with a standardized group of groceries. <laughs> or you can, or just to compare, you can do well Eggs. for me. Every store, well, <laughs> but you can do a grocery shop on Instacart, but also do a delivery shop on your local grocery 
grocery store, whatever it is. So for me, it would be like Acme just to clear the delivery charges because right. a lot, I know my local, if you, I think it's almost like a subscription and things like six ninety nine for free deliveries comparable to like an Instacart just to see the price difference. If it would be cheaper to just go through a local grocery store. Just don't add eggs. That's that's the main attraction. We already know it is. You just see how much it is because we already. Question is, who has the cheapest eggs? That's the whole video. Yeah, yeah, right. So, by the way, guys, before we move, before I want to ask him about her Instacart experience, but before that, um, and then I want to let everybody kind of sign us out uh, for tonight. But I want to also congratulate Kim. Kim is crushing it right now, you guys. Like seriously, Kim hit like over forty thousand on a on an on an RSG. Uh, post rideshare the rideshare guy nice um, or on one of her videos i mean she's like she's killing it across the board Thank um, you. Congratulations. Yeah. and she was like on show me the money club and, and all that's all good but i mean like she she's crushing it she crushed a video with them and just i know she some other things Kim does. she's just crushing it across the board and i really wanted to we all need uh-huh. to like get like give kim some mad props here because uh she's uh well, give props to Kevin because he has a great work ethic. I mean, yeah. she she it's to be in those places, but to consistently put out the content, consistent, you know, be here, be on her lives, and then do all these other things. Um, it's it's hard work, you know. Yes. So yeah, I, and, and she's she's work. never missed a and she's a mom. Thursday. And, and yeah, she has a whole family. Yeah, she's. I, mean, I I never missed. No, no man. <laughs> she's never she's never missed a Thursday <laughs> since we started this. She's never yes. missed a Thursday, but she has missed her own Tuesdays. I know. Ooh. I know. But, hey, but both, I had very both, I had very good reasons. were pretty Tuesday. damn good excuses. Though. I know. Yeah. Well, Steve, I got to talk to you about tomorrow. <laughs> Tuesday was a tough decision, unfortunately. Tuesday just ran over, and there's no way I could have been in two places at one time. Yeah, it actually ran just into put up like a side little. Sure, you could have. You should have just started your stream yard and just, just restream right what you was already on. I, for um, non disclosure agreements, I cannot do that. <laughs> um, so, uh, but so Kim, before we all close out here, what in, give us Instacart and a lowdown? Um, I did zero, first zero to ten rating, just straight up, and you can't say anything, just zero to ten. I'll say it was my first five experiences so far were I'll say a four or a five. I'm not saying it's the best. I'm not saying it's the worst. It's um, pretty bad. It's, a, it's an F minus. <laughs> I'm not. He was disappointed. Also... That wasn't like a negative number. <laughs> I'm also not naive to know that I know they send new shoppers, even though I've had it since 2020. But I also know it. I'm not naive to know that they send, you know, good orders to new shoppers. And I know the honeymoon stages and so on and so forth. I went into it with like, okay, I'm going to do 10 items or under. Um, and get in, get out, even if like they're small shops and small dollar amounts, because I figured with Instacart, it's a good filler, at least for my area. I feel like it's a good filler. So if those like late mornings, even like late nights where like my area dies with food delivery, okay, I'll turn on Instacart. And if there's an order, if it's quick, it's easy, I can turn it, I'll put it into my mix. So that's kind of, um, you know, what I, I feel like I'm going to use it for, um, you know, maybe projects down the road don't but, know okay um, but but how bad are the orders 
Um, the ones I've seen have, I've only seen one no tip order yet. Once again, I think I'm still in like the honeymoon stage with them, but I saw. <laughs> Even though you signed up in 2020. I did. <laughs> <laughs> I purposely uh, community posted um, that picture because I wanted everybody to see that it was 2020 and I had zero shops done. (laughs) But I've only seen one that was no tip whatsoever. I think it was like 17 items for like $7 and I want to say it was like 36 cents, which I think is the base pay for my area. But, you know, the process is easy, that'll say. I feel like once you've done shipped, once you've done even DoorDash, it's a very similar process, um, especially if you know your local grocery stores. So what? Just pick it up and scan it. Yeah, pretty much. Go in, you scan, put in your cart, check out, deliver, Mm -hmm. you're done. You know, Kim. Kim, did you take any extra to like, you know, did you buy some a turkey no. or extra? Kind of, oh, no. Just, <laughs> candy bar. Guess what? So she M&Ms. Job number nine to do that. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, but, you know, but it, it's been an it's been an okay experience so far. Um, I'll let you, I'll send I'll send you guys screenshots when I get the ridiculous orders which you know i have yeah i have turned them on previously i just never really saw something that i'm like oh let me go and do blank um Mm -hmm. i'm kind of forcing myself to do it so that way i have another app into my mix during january february when we're at our slowest times see i I think every every gig worker has like the set two or three apps that they work full time and then if they can't get anything on those that's when they start turning on other apps well you need to turn they need to have a trickle sometimes and yeah right Right. like if your if your groove kicks right back into gear from last year kim i you're abandoning instacart i'm telling you right now (laughs) right are you saying a four or a five you're it's gone (laughs) like i said right now it's good for the slow times like you need in my opinion at least in my area i feel like you need those extra apps to keep the wheels going and that's my challenge for myself during january and february like how do i keep my wheels constantly moving whether it's spark shipped um instacart like having those apps that you know are your backups to your backups to your backups to keep income coming in when your top apps that you love and you know they'll come back eventually um they're just not performing right now the the good thing about instacart though is even if you haven't worked them in say six years they don't they don't suspend your account or anything you open it up sign in your email password and you're back because my last shop was 2017 <laughs> but I can I can still sign into their app, no problem. Six years later, <laughs> what if you have to do any trading? The only thing I had to do you probably get I, a little I, I red alert, like the right siren now. goes off, and they're like, yeah. "Gary signed in." What the hell they actually that? made it easy. I actually thought I was going like once I signed in again, I'm like, "Oh, I'm gonna have to probably reapply." But everything was active. The only thing that they actually would popped up first thing was you need a new card, yours is expired. And they actually put it right away in my Apple wallet and I was good to go like seconds later and then they sent me a new card. But What I, what I find I funny like, is I did get a referral bonus though in 2019. <laughs> Somehow. 
But it seems like you were at least updating the app, Gary. You didn't have the same version from 2000, whatever, 17. No, I just reinstalled it again this year. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, okay. like once I deleted it back then, because back then, like, it wasn't a mass drop system. It was sent individually to each driver. Mm. You know, it, it was just like Uber Eats, you know, individually to each driver. And then, I don't know, 20... I don't, I don't know when they went to the mass drop because I, I haven't done it in that long, but you know, so that's like, I quit doing it in 2017. Are you going to do some shops, Gary? No. Okay. Don't play. Don't play. We're taking yeah. over the world, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, Oh, I do also want to say to everybody, we talked about this before. Now I know this firsthand. So Marissa, um, signed up for DoorDash because she's coming into tax season. She's not going to be doing nothing, but she signed up to see because she signed up through Lisa, the driven mom. Um, so they know each other and she signed up through her link. And what we heard or what I was told from uh, Nova Dasher is true. In fact, I think it was even more Lisa. If she creates 200 or if, if Marissa does 250 DoorDashes in 60 days, Marissa gets six hundred bucks and Lisa gets nine hundred. Yeah, I, I am blown away that this exists. Like that's fifteen hundred. I don't mean I'm it. Surprised mean. that there's still there's still is that a, those kind of furrow bonuses. That's yeah. a that's a bonus though, not a guarantee, right? No, for, that's a bonus. That's a bonus. So it's on right. top, yeah. Screenshot everything. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's crazy. Like. It just seems like they, they have enough word of mouth in 1.4 million dashers. It doesn't seem like you need to be spending $1,500 a person to onboard. Well, that's why they're not making a profit. I'm sure most people don't make it to it either. They quit before 250 deliveries. Right. I mean, that's... Well, 250 so, in 60 days? Yeah. Yeah. If you was that yeah. like four a day, five a day? No, I think that what it, what it came out to me, did, you know, it was five a day, I think is what it was. So but so, time. I mean, really, realistically, you're going to do 20 on one day. You know what I mean? You're not going to do yeah, 251 day. day They're calculating that most likely the person is not going to make it. Yeah. Um, so. Most people that start DoorDash, they're, they're well, part-time see, DoorDashers. Let so me, but let me add to this, too. Marissa's son um, goes to CU Boulder to college, and he lives in Boulder as well, so he can take the car in her account and also be working it. Okay, that could work. I mean, obviously, that's more full-time compared to, you know, her busy schedule. Right. Well, I mean, for her, it, yeah, it was kind With of more bonus. for testing reasons and science, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Tremaine. Lots of science going on. <laughs> Dash science. Well, if anybody needs an Instacart referral, let me know. For 2017. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I get. It says I can make up to four hundred dollars <laughs> if I refer somebody. Oh, uh, Sergio, that's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> Last time I tell you a little tidbit of information, there, Sergio. <laughs> What's up, Tremaine? How you doing? We're just shutting it down tonight, but glad you joined us there at the end. Same, Sergio. Good to see you. What's up, Sessie? What's up, Nova? Just say so you guys popping in. I don't know how long you've been here, but. Um, I think that was a fun night, you guys, and uh, yeah. we're going to rip on out of here, but uh, we'll be back next week, and uh, what, what's everybody got going on? Uh, I know John's got a science project now for the weekend. 
I got I got a got science project. I got a Spark video probably coming out in the next twenty four hours. Um, are you down with OGP? Wait, okay. What? What? You down with OGP? <laughs> What's that? Yeah, you know me. Well, you got to watch the video. <laughs> uh, Kim got it. She's from New Jersey. I knew it was a thing. I just didn't know what the thing was. <laughs> well, you got to watch the video. That's, that's, that's a good that's teaser a good, then. That's I guess got, it's in your mind. Yeah. He just <laughs> click. He just clickbaited you with words. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to check it out. <laughs> what is this about? <laughs> um. But uh, Kim, what do you got going on? Um, I just dropped a video I mean, tons, a couple hours I know, ago. But, yeah. What? I mean tons, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> you got tons going on, but what what's going on? Um, like I said, I just did a video today, so that is out. Um, like I said, I'm doing more informational videos um, lately, just to get information out quicker instead of really long, you know, ride along. So that way. You know, anything I see, I get out and you guys have it firsthand. So um, I've been doing that lately. Um, I live on Tuesdays. Um, trying to think what else. Community post shorts, all that fun, happy, joy stuff. Yeah. Stuff for the rideshare guy. Stuff for the rideshare guy. Yeah. I mean, and you guys go watch Kim's video, make a comment on it, smack it, say how awesome she is in the thing so that Harry gets it. And so, and Sergio makes her Sergio and I will both bother Harry and make sure he know. Hey, did you notice that Kim's like one of your best people? Because <laughs> yeah. we you. did. Smack the like button. It's been a, it's been an amazing experience, and um, the team is absolutely amazing. Yeah, it's good stuff. I'm like like I said, for those of you that already know Kim crushes it. I'm telling you from the behind the scenes look, she's double crushing it. So just know that. <laughs> Thank um, you. But um. Hannibal, what about you? Hannibal and I, by the way, Hannibal and I did a, was it last night? Two nights ago. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> uh, I won't tell Zach that. <laughs> but like, was it, it was two nights ago. We did a Beyond the Algorithm. I thought yeah. it was really good. Yeah, we uh, uh, broke down more of the, the dumpling stuff. I think that's going to be something we're going to be talking about uh, for the next couple of weeks. Um, I'm doing more live streams with other content creators. So, I think next Tuesday I'm talking to it's early in the um, evening, talking to Ride. I think it's Ride, a side hustle twenty four seven. He's I think he's around like five thousand subscribers. He posts content uh, basically daily about um, cargo van stuff or a lot of courier stuff, like more of like websites. So he he has a okay. lot of that going on. And then the the next next Tuesday after that, I'm talking to oh, me and Steve will be talking to. The Gig Geezer. I'm, I'm, you guys may be familiar with his channel. Yeah. 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 Uh, and I, he, he made a video recently. I think it was like two days ago that he bought a van. He started doing the cargo van stuff. He made 5000 I think 5400 in his first month. And I'm like, this is fascinating because, you know, he, you know he, he's like one of us doing the, the apps. And he decided to invest in a van and, and go and do that. So I'm really interested in, in hearing his perspective because maybe it's something that some, you know, one of us can take that and maybe decide, Hey, maybe I should try to, you know, really take it to the next level in terms of courier work. So there's a lot of, a lot of that kind of content going to be on the channel in the next couple of weeks. Didn't you, didn't you have a guy previously on the channel that was yeah, doing... Tavares little, which he kind of, I feel like he, he's kind of, he did start as well, but um, I think with the gig geezer, it's more interesting. Cause he's, he feels like he's like one of yeah. us. He did the, 
he did yeah. DoorDash and Grubhub, and he's really good with the numbers and how much you know how much profits and stuff that he's putting out. But he went and got a van together, got a Ford Transit or something like that. And he and made the, five. And the funny, and- the great part about it is, is like you know, I'm I'm psyched to be in on that too because I uh, I've actually thought about the van thing. Yeah, for work he, purposes, not and he's, not uh, as Hannibal, not for Hannibal's hobby of van life. You know, <laughs> van life sucks, but to make money is pretty good. And uh, he he said he you know he made fifty four hundred, but he he's looking to make more. He, he's looking to make near you know ten thousand. So he's I, I'm, I'm yeah. thinking fifty four hundred is pretty good for your first, first month. month. Awesome, yeah, dude. but he's looking yeah. to do make more money. So I'm really fascinated with his process and what he's learning Me as too. he's starting. He's a beginner. So I think that'd be really good and valuable for some people who are maybe interested in doing that. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm interested if he's even, if by the time he's on that, if he's not even doing any of the other gig apps, not like closed them, but like if we're going to, he's going to be like, I don't even do them now. <laughs> like, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Nova Dasher. Um, <laughs> but uh, Gary, <laughs> Gary, what's up? What you got going, man? Man, I got the same thing every week. You know this. Uh, Driver Nation tomorrow work, work, with work. you. I know. Six to eight, or was it seven to nine Eastern tomorrow? Driver Nation. But the and kid's then, gone now, so there's a little more unoccupied, a little more unoccupied time. Well, no, right? no, no. My son hadn't left for boot camp yet. He's okay. Fe- yeah. February 21st, he leaves for boot camp. But he's okay. been so staying with month. his sister. Yeah, yeah he's You're been staying at his sister's house for. Oh, okay. you know, since I got back, so yeah, it's still it's nice. It's a nice empty house. I get to work a lot, lots of coding. Yeah, <laughs> fine. Yeah. You know, we need a we need a map up on the back of Gary's uh, wall. See now, Hannibal. When, now we were talking about it on Tuesday. Look at his wall; it'd be perfect. Put the United States map up, and we <laughs> can put pins. pins all over, like for what are hotspots <laughs> for which apps. <laughs> yeah, I mean, seriously, we want to double valuable his time. To spend yeah, doing Steve, that. you know what, Steve? That's a great idea. I'm only. Ten and a half hours from me. Drive down. I'll get you the map and all the pins. <laughs> you can sit here and put it up. Wait, and you'll leave it up? Yeah, I'll leave it up. Okay, I'll be yeah. there. You need you need a t-shirt that says like eat sleep code like repeat. Right. <laughs> Let's drive down there. Put a thing up on Gary's wall. Not a green screen. A map. Yeah. Yeah, of the United States, and we're yeah, gonna we, hot spot. We can like put this it, is a, like yeah, like red will be like, like right this is a hot here, truck right, or this is a hot there, curry right, area. Yeah, there. Blue will be like right. this is a good DoorDash market. This is a like, <laughs> up the, the United States of gig work. Yeah, and we'll, we'll <laughs> but we'll keep tabs on it. We'll check in and oh, this one sucks now. Pull the pin. You know, like, <laughs> like <laughs> that's gonna be a long drive every time you want to pull a pin. <laughs> can't I just at that point once I do the original setup? Can I just say, Gary, turn around, and pull a, pull a Nevada, pull 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 the New York, <laughs> cover Washington, now the drain. <laughs> um, but guys, that's all. Uh, as always, thank you for watching. Um, make sure that I'm sure, but for those that might have caught on and first time catching this, make sure you check out every single one of these channels because we all do different things, and I think all these are great channels. Um, Everybody on this panel has a great channel. So check it out. Subscribe, like, hit bells, notify, like something else. I don't know. Do everything you're supposed to do to help us out. And it's free. So we'll see you next week. And uh, Gary and I will see everybody tomorrow night on Driver Nation at 7 p.m. Eastern. Um, Good night, everybody. Peace.